0: Hey. Hello. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Going really well already. <laughs> I know. We're having the best time.
0: <laughs> um, should I be the boss since I'm interviewing you? Yeah, well, because okay. I'm really nervous. Okay. okay. Hope- oh, oh, okay. I- Don't worry. Don't be nervous. Okay. Let's see. I have this. Hello, everyone. Hello, women with books. My name Laura Von Holt, and I'm taking over a Women with Books today so that I can interview your favorite host, Lindsay Emery. <laughs> That was so pro. It's really good. Thanks. So I was thinking that um I, this is like when you know when like Jimmy Fallon has to go on vacation and then like Pink or like some or like The Rock will take over. For like for like him like guest hosting. Are you telling me The Rock is about to come on my show? I wish I could tell you that. Oh. Dang it. Yeah. No, I'm the celebrity. I'm the celebrity. Oh, you're case. the celebrity Yeah, guest yeah I'm the, host. the celebrity host. And I'm qualified because I also have a podcast, and I've been on this podcast, so.
1: Yeah, yeah. you are totally qualified. Totally qualified. That's why I selected you, because yeah. of your professional
0: Yes, listening. and also because I was like, guess what, Lindsay? When your book comes out,
1: I'm going to interview you. If you could see my face right now, it is just so like, oh. cool.
0: So you have a book coming out. Okay, here's my goal of this this podcast interview, All is right, that you're Lindsay Emery, you're my friend, I think you're really cool, you do a great job of interviewing other people, and so everyone else that listens to the podcast knows that you're cool, but they don't know how cool you are because you have to talk about other people when they're on your podcast, you can't talk about yourself. So my goal for this is to make sure that all of the people listening now have a better idea of how cool you are. And don't get nervous that you're not cool enough. You are. Um, (laughs) Okay. So, so, um, all right. First, I want to talk about your book. The Royal One Away is coming out in just a few weeks on October. Oh, Is it October 9th? 9th. 9th? Okay, great. So. This book is wonderful and you're a wonderful writer. And this is very exciting because you haven't had the full length out in a, in a while. So um, everybody like gird your loins. You're going to love this book. Um, <laughs> so I feel like you should. I know you've talked about the book on the podcast when you've been interviewing the Fug Girls and, and other people with Royal Books. But um, will you give your fans just a brief premise of the book?
1: Okay, yes, <laughs> I will. <laughs> so um, it starts off uh, in the aftermath of a royal wedding Ooh. that has been canceled <laughs> because <laughs> the groom um, has has not shown up.
0: Yeah, that's awesome. So <laughs>
1: that was the premise that I started yeah. with. So there's this royal wedding and the princess is sitting there in her castle and she's like, what? WTF? WTF? I've been left at the altar. WTF? What do I do now? And so, um, you know, she's sent away. They have to, like, because the publicity and the paparazzi Mm -hmm. and the gossip and the rumors. Mm -hmm. But they really don't know. And what she's told is, like, he left in the middle of the night and goes back to his estate or something. That's where they all assume. But no one has seen him.
0: And then four months
1: later, she's back in the capital um, of her of a country that I made up, you know. Which actual...
0: we have to talk a lot about because okay, okay. it's really amazing. But it's a, it's a European country.
1: It is a European country. Yes. Okay. And so she's back in the capital and they're like, okay, now it's time for you to start being, you know, a princess again. And she's, you know, got, understandably, she's got some issues. Yeah. And she sneaks out of the castle one night and has a... um she starts, she's run, she runs into a man, mm-hmm. as one does. Yes. And then she runs into him again mm-hmm. and slowly gets drawn into um, a web of... Um, this man might have the secrets to what happened to her um, fian- missing fiancé and you know what she's kind of like hell I'm going to figure out what happened to my missing fiancé and then it just yeah. kind of snowballs from there it's a so. so it's a mystery it has mystery it has romance it has adventure it has suspense uh, it has humor and, and humor. humor it is very yeah. funny yeah Okay. so I just took everything I liked and smushed it together. (laughs) Good job. Um,
0: Okay, so you kind of nailed it in that you wrote a book about a royal wedding that comes out the year of not one, but two royal weddings. And I believe your book comes out like five days before Eugenie's. Yes, yes. Yeah. So, Royal thank you Eugenie comes out on the
1: ninth and <laughs> yeah. um Princess Eugenie Eugenie of York of York <laughs> will be uh getting married, I believe that Friday.
0: Okay. So, this is mm-hmm. great. Did now um I just had a promo idea. Did you send her a copy of your book like with best not. wishes? I Lindsay with that, because at the very least, how does those, one like, send a book to oh, a Oh, you just send it, you just send it to the castle, or you send it to whatever I, I forget what which house it is. Because you know, like like Prince Charles is clarence house. You can send stuff to Kensington for them. Okay, so you can totally send something to like her dad as like um bad the couple, and then I bet you you will get a thank you
1: note. So this is interesting. I'll have to bring this up with my UK editor because it's yes. being published also in the UK. Okay, and um. I'll have to see. Maybe they have an in, though.
0: Yeah, you can, but you can totally like, cause you can mail stuff to the Queen. Cause they know
1: everyone. They they all yeah, know each other. They all know each in other England, in England. Right? All, okay.
0: Everyone in London, it like has tea with the Queen like every Thursday. This is oh, how that's that works. so
1: cool. Yeah, that's
0: how that works, Lindsay. <laughs> Don't you know? <laughs> you wrote a book about it. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so we're gonna send some books to the Royals. You should send one to Harry and Meghan too. Like, uh, they should all just get one.
1: Yeah, I yeah. actually, I I think maybe this came up when harry and megan did get married but yeah. i didn't have uh physical copies then so it was oh like, yeah okay so now you
0: now you have physical copies now you send they don't them to open them. up attachments right no they do not no no they really don't but if you send a physical gift like it has to get like logged and like an archival thing i know this because when i used to do pin-up calendars i sent one to obama and then i got a thank you note and i was like this works <laughs> like,
1: Nice. Okay. Okay. Yeah, Putting yeah.
0: this on the list right yeah. now. Yeah. Okay. Great. So, oh, so, so once, so you've already got a starred review in Kirkus, which is huge, but now you're going to get like a Royal commendation probably. <laughs> this is so good.
1: Order, order of the quill. <laughs> order of the quill.
0: <laughs> okay. But so back to the Royal Wedding. So, I mean, everyone loves a Royal Wedding and now it's a year of Royal Weddings. Um, and, i know because i flew to dallas to watch the royal wedding with you and our friend alexandra houghton but you are also a fan of royal weddings (laughs) yes I know. Uh, so what when you were creating the premise for the story what was your kind of favorite thing about imagining a royal wedding that doesn't happen
1: um the well i mean the kind of aftermath i mean that's that's what i was focusing on it's like I, i made a couple of mentions in it um about what All the things that would have to be undone. Mm -hmm. Um, I made a comment about, I think, tea towels that had to mysteriously disappear from the shelves and and all the secretaries and stuff that had to, like, um, what what you just said, like write all the notes and, and. Undo things. And then I also kind of made a small reference to like the political implications. Yes. Um, yeah. You know, there's a politician in the book who makes a snide comment about her wedding dress. And yes, she's had to spend, you know, all this money on a wedding dress that wasn't used. Right. And she's like, well, it's still in a box and she, then she realizes she's like they can't even put this in a museum mm-hmm. because the wedding didn't happen so like the, right. the waste of it all totally um was what i because
0: thought the, about because there's like so much that happens after like right now there's a documentary and like half the documentary is megan markle showing off her wedding dress and talking about the meaning of it like these become like important historical artifacts and yeah. then it's just shoved in the corner. I have another question about the like the imaginary politics. So the fiance who disappears is is like the ninth duke of Steding. Is that oh, very good. Right? Thank yes. you, thank you. Um, that's like the only fact I know. Um, <laughs> so what? What I love about your book is that it really does um match up with the way that. European royal families work today where it's like they're all basically related to Queen Victoria at some point. <laughs> There's like many allusions to the Holy Roman Empire and I had to keep re- like, being like I forgot how the Holy Roman Empire worked. Um, <laughs> well actually can I tell you a secret? Yeah go ahead. I, that's why I put it in
1: because oh, really? no one really knows.
0: Oh good. Okay. Right. Because I was like I, f- I feel like somewhere in my like my world history like every time they talk about the Ottoman Empire and the Holy Roman Empire I like have to go back and like Wikipedia
1: it. I'm no, um, mentioning the Holy Ro- Roman Empire yeah is like waving a magic wand. Like, oh. These are not the droids you're looking for. Like, oh, all I have to do okay. is say that and people will be like, oh yes,
0: oh, yes, yes. Because yes. no one wants to look like they don't remember what the Holy Roman Empire did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This is good. This is good. Okay, but so... so Pro tip. Pro right tip, there. everybody. <laughs> okay, so but so the guy she's supposed to marry is like vaguely like, royal-related. Like, he's he's good enough to, like, qualify for, like, a future queen's husband. Yes. Okay. So, that is also, like, kind of, I mean, it's dramatic, because no one can, he's like, gone. Like, no one sees him. They just assume he's, like, hiding in shame. Right. But it's also, like, there's definitely some, that was, like, a faux pas. <laughs> like, like diplomacy-wise.
1: Oh, <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> that is faux pas to, like, jilt a future queen. So I was trying to imagine, like, what would have we have all done if, like, kate middleton didn't show up to marry
1: william or vice versa um honestly okay so there was some gossip okay and i'm gonna kind of like pivot a little bit yeah, yeah, yeah. because there was some gossip leading up to the days before prince albert and princess charlene's wedding (gasps) of monaco okay and I can't remember what I, I read celebrity gossip blogs, okay? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But there was the gossip that perhaps she did not want to go through with it. And I'm just saying that yeah. my kind of view on celebrity gossip blogs is that once it gets to like a quote unquote reputable gossip blog uh-huh. site, someone knows something. Yeah. Right? Even yep. if it's a telephone game. Like, some right. something happened to make people talk to get it to, you know, Laney Gossip or, yeah. um, you know, whoever. Yeah. So, and I maybe that was kind of stuck in the back of my head. Like, uh-huh. because also Prince Albert of Monaco kind of has some skeletons in his closet. Oh,
0: okay. Mm-hmm. You know, he
1: has some other children uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. with other yeah. women. And yeah. so, like... Maybe that kind of sparked something in my head about, you know, if she did not go through with it, you know, and it, you know, what what would be the consequences? But yeah. I think I think they'd probably lock her or Kate Middleton up for a while. Honestly, yeah, and
0: and in a very like
1: humane way, not, not like
0: in the Tower of London, but in a like no, like, like you need to you're, sit here, you're and like think national about... security risk almost, almost, yeah, because you you, you to... get so close by the time of the wedding of knowing stuff.
1: Right, yeah. and that, and, like, you need to think about it, and we need to control the situation, and you guys need to work out your problems. Yeah. I don't think they would just let them, like, catch a a yacht to Aruba or something. Yeah, no. I mean, it, it would be, like, you need to figure it out. And that's, yeah. I think, what maybe the underpinning of my story is, is that there was definitely a mystery, because mm-hmm. it wasn't, like, uh, Christian is the fiancé in the, yeah. my book. Yeah he just disappears and um, they try and explain it away. And there's so much gossip and stuff, but um, it wasn't like he just had a change of heart. There really was a mystery to it.
0: Okay. So, and then the, can you, okay. So the one of the, one of my, you okay. Sorry. I love so much about your book. I can't even talk. Okay. (laughs) So, okay. So what's amazing is you have princess Thea, the one who's jilted at the altar, but she's also like, she's her, the queen, she's the queen's kind of favorite, Grandchild and her and her dad is like a little iffy. You're like, I don't know if he's really going to inherit. So she's really being groomed, and she's left at the altar. She's been, go okay. So first of all, you have this like a very intricate royal family that does not exist, which is like one of my favorite parts, and and you tie it in really well with like the rest of European history. And I kept like going to Wikipedia to look up more about things you would mention, and then I was really? like, oh, wait, but, no, yes, none no, of this has happened. I was like, I was like, oh, I really want to read about like Qu- Marie Elsa or something. <laughs> like, Elsa Marie. Marie, Elsa Marie. On. Oh, my God. I always mess it up. <laughs> okay. But I need you to pronounce for us the name of your country because there's been some controversy <laughs> amongst
1: our friend group. <laughs> really? Okay. Yes. And, and this was um kind of dangerous for me because okay. all along I've had a pronunciation in my head. Yeah. But then I didn't say anything because, you know, who really cares? And because I want readers to kind of, um you know, have yeah. their own. It's kind of like why you don't want to say, like, what celebrity you right. picked, you know, or yeah. whatever. Because you kind of just, like, that's your experience. You can pronounce this made-up language any right. way you want. Um, but, and in my editor, one of my editors was very firm. Like, we had a conference call, and someone okay. was like, how do you say this? And one of my editors was like, it's this. <gasps> and I'm like, mm, And I didn't say anything then, <gasps> because, again, who cares? You know, like, it's not really that big of a deal. Okay. Until... Um, I don't know if I can announce this. Okay, it's a secret. Okay. I mean it hasn't been announced publicly, but I think I can. Um, I think you could say it's a potential potential, potential. audiobook. Got it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's okay. I don't think that's a state secret. I feel like most books have them. So if okay, there's a potential yeah. one, you're saying. It safe. hasn't been announced yet. So right. we all okay. get weird.
1: Yeah. Um but they were asking, you know, they have to know because yeah. they are reading the book aloud. Yeah. And then I even then I kind of had a feeling like well, maybe I shouldn't say anything because maybe it should just be like, however someone interprets it. And my agent was like, no, you get to decide. So <gasps> okay. I will. Okay, dec- tell I us the name. This is the definitive version, people. Okay, the, the, the word is spelled okay. D-R-I-E-D-E-N. Mm-hmm. And it rhymes with Sweden.
0: Okay, so it is the royal family of Drieden. Drieden, yes. Okay, and they speak Dredish. Yes. But they also speak English, a lot of them. Or at least the princess (laughs) does because she's good at lots of languages because she's a princess.
1: Yes, I believe she says she has four languages. Great.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's a really good That's my other favorite thing. Being an American, we're just, like, so lazy about, like, not learning very many other languages and then you travel around the world and they all know their language and English and other many things and you're like, wow, I have not been putting in the effort to be a global citizen. I mean, Americans just don't put in efforts to be global citizens in general. But yeah, the language thing, we could really... Your, your princess inspired me to get better languages. Oh, I'll just okay, say good. that. Yeah. Okay. So we're in the the country of Dreden, which has an elaborate. What did you think it was? Wow. I thought it was Dryden. Yeah. A
1: yeah. Lot of people I did. was Dryden.
0: Okay. So then, so we're so we're in the royal the country of Dreden, and the island that she has to go away to while she's like recovering from being jilted at the altar. So Princess Thea stays for a while at this island. Now, is it
1: Perpetua? Perpetua. Perpetua. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Great. So. This is a very important island and like becomes important later on in the plot, I won't spoil it. But it's also like a cool island because it's where you send women who can't be controlled. Yes. Um. And that's another one of my favorite things is that you have this elaborate um, history that you invented that's totally fake, but it also is, like, co- a constant character in the book because, like, every time she doesn't know what to do, she's like, well, let's see, in 17, so-and-so, <laughs> like, my ancestor, so-and-so did this, so I think I'll go with this option. I'm like, I mean, because I, I love it, number one, for just, like, the fact that you made this very elaborate history but then number two like I feel like sometimes we're like "Mm, I don't have to do but my grandmother would have done this and she can go back like a thousand years (laughs) to like
1: what her ancestors would do if she
0: stuck (laughs) I know she's
1: kind of an interesting I mean I I don't do that personally but I mean Theodora does and she even does it in a like, a fight with her, um, love, you know? Oh, She's yeah. She's, like, she throws down, like, her queens, like, her queen ancestry. I was oh, like, yeah. It's girl, good. Go. No,
0: it's good. And, and the, one of the beautiful things to watch is, like, she starts off as this kind of, like, like confused character and she's you know it's like there's this weird thing of like she was jilted at the altar she's been sent away to kind of like you know recover but also so they can do like um damage control without exactly having yeah. like a crying bride or something around i think they think she's going to be hysterical then she comes back and it's very overwhelming so she sneaks out of the castle which is just fun to imagine like i think there were some recent photos where someone thought Meghan markle had snuck out but it was just somebody walking her dog near Kensington Palace. Or was it? Or was it? I know, right? Drama-rama! But it's great to think of, like, that there's this, some small, beautiful capital in Europe, and the princess can put on a baseball cap and go drink whiskey, and then end up, like, meeting a
1: strange man. (laughs) Well, I did, and even that, though, I had somebody tell me, like, this is, or maybe it was in a review, like, this is unrealistic. And I'm like, it's it's not. It's not. It's not, because there are these smaller countries I mean we're obsessed here in America with the British royal family yeah. and I don't even know that they don't sneak out I mean oh harry totally like, sneaks out yeah. yeah and Kate goes you know shopping with her kids or whatever yeah I mean, they but like Sweden and Denmark and the Netherlands they yeah. all have royal families who are like you know going to work out and right mo- like there was just and there's they there kind of like there was small... one princess who was moving yeah. to Miami and so yeah there are smaller countries where people might see a royal with like a discreet security force, <laughs> right?
0: And and like the city isn't as sprawling as like London, and it's very walkable. You know, like you can kind of easily blend in once you get around the corner from the palace, right. Know, right? right? Um, so I think I think it's totally legit. Um, but yeah, so she's she's a princess with like, um, you know, obviously a large knowledge of her own her own country's history. Um, but also what I thought was really interesting was to watch um, someone who'd ha- suffered a heartbreak then kind of question her own heartbreak because she was like, was I marrying out of duty? Was I marrying out of love? She has an opportunity to question what her choices were. But then for to watch a modern princess um, navigate her royal duty is, I think, a really fun arc that's just kind of through it. of Like, how do you watch a modern, a modern woman, um, you know, navigate kind of the trappings of royalty um, but also hold on to her conviction and her duty and and one of I think one of the wonderful parts like there's all this drama of like looking for um, her fiance and um, you know international intrigue and like running away and um, and then kind of like having this romance um, but the whole through line is that like you have to remember that her other great love is to her and is to her country and watching her fight for her country as well as for herself is uh really fun because i think um now i'm just telling you how much i love your book but no, i love it okay great but because because I, I personally felt a little bit worried for megan markle okay when she got married i was like a little nervous i was like you're an independent woman you've been married before you've had a very successful career in a very tough industry um and like you are have fallen in love and 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 you have you seem to be okay because you like really want to do this charitable work and you understand that it's a great responsibility um, but I like I keep feeling a little bit nervous for her because I'm like it's gonna be you gotta find your place I know I think I'm just I'm probably projecting a lot but I'm like it must be hard to like find your place to stand to be an independent woman standing for yourself in this like firm you know of a of a family um, and so, getting to watch a woman define for herself what what her royal duty means um, was uh, was a very delicious part.
1: Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I, I think that that was very character driven mm-hmm. on Thea's part. Um, you know, like I knew who she was and the choices she would need to make yeah. or would would likely make in those situations. Yeah. But I think when I was writing it, also, I realized that. She could have just as easily made lots of other choices, yeah, um, with different consequences, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and and I look forward to you know possibly getting to explore all that one day because I think with as in watching Meghan Markle is it's it's really you know your imagination can tell you where you want to go. I mm-hmm. mean, she can. You know, she, yes, she has a framework. Yes, there are traditions. Yes, there are structures. But she has the love of her husband next to her who's going to support her no matter yeah. what. And it looks like she has the support of his family as long <laughs> as, you know, she doesn't go too crazy. Right. And um, I don't know. I think she she can just kind of write her own story yeah that's, that's poetic
0: i love it no i think also what it was co- is cool about the Wait, oh, so you've been saying thea and i've been saying thea i'm just, oh,
1: yeah i mean oh. that's that's one i'm not gonna like throw it out okay right but i mean
0: no, no no Lindsay you invented the world i want to get it right so princess thea lives in the country of dreeden <laughs> okay so, okay but um but yeah, but one of the other fun things about the world building that you did, and I want to ask you a lot of questions about it. Um, but having this big history in it is that one of her, you know, you're you're like solving a mystery, and there there's all sorts of escapades involved in that, and all sorts of pressures from different parts of the family for her to do different things. But one of the one of her strengths that that ends up like saving her in a lot of situations is this like super nerdy. <laughs> like body of knowledge that she has, um, and I think when I was reading it, there's there's a very pivotal plot moment, and I was like, "Oh my god, you solved this with law and history." <laughs> like, <laughs> it wasn't like it wasn't like forensic science <laughs> or like anything. It was just like she had like a particular bit of information, and I was like, "This is it was so rewarding on this like deeply nerdy level." <laughs> um, but so to that point, can you talk about like? The world building like how you got the names of things where you got the idea for a lot of this history and how you like track it now <laughs> <Or> like, <laughs> like, like what do you do now that you made this history and that you have a book and like there's uh, maybe future projects that involve this world like what what's it like to build that world and now what do you do to wrangle it <laughs>
1: so um uh, building it was just like truly plumbing the depths of my creativity it was just like I would get to a point and be like oh let's just come up with something fantastic and let's just do yeah um I don't know I honestly I don't know I mean it just kind of all it it all worked was it just kind of like um, you would
0: need something to you would just need a reason or you would need a thing and so you would invent a, a bit of history that sounded like it could work
1: Somewhat, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, And and then a lot of it, you know, it's just based on me collecting bits and pieces of historical facts (laughs) over the years. Um, And and I did really like the idea that Thea was going to save herself, basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, yes, she was a princess. Yes, she was, you know, um, getting involved with spies and... Treasonous criminal characters and stuff, but eventually, I mean, and there's, there's one scene where someone else saves her, but mm-hmm. eventually she has she comes back and like saves the day, you know, mm-hmm. um, on several occasions. And um, I, I don't know, um, just <laughs> well, it's okay.
0: So, here's my question my next question that made me think of that. Question. No, it's fine because I was like, I have a better question. So, you so what are your favorite fake historical moments that you invented? I think I, I think I have one, but I don't know what yours are.
1: Oh my gosh. Um,
0: cause there's holidays, there's games, there's like, there was even like a sport, a bit of sports history. I know. <laughs> yeah. Um,
1: I really liked, um, some of the ones that come out when Thea is with Nick, mm-hmm. um, just because I like his response to him. Mm-hmm. So, like, she'll come out with something that's, like, really important to her. And mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, not so much. <laughs> um, so, like, the one about, like, the famous um, Dredish, the guy who invented, the, like, the first Dredish book. Okay. Yes. <laughs> like The history of printing, great. Yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh. yeah. And she, He's like, yeah, that had already been done. And I like, oh, um, was like the Gutenberg Bible or something. Yeah. yeah I mean, okay, okay. And so I kind of like that because it kind of, to me just shows like how we all think our own history is like, so, mm-hmm. you know, like world changing. Yep. And in the broader scheme of things, it's, you know, okay, that's nice. Your country revolted. Ours did too. Yeah, <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah totally. it's like, Meh. And, um, I really liked, um, the one, um, well, of course the, the, the one who was sent away to Perpetua. Yes. And kind of that history that they send women who can't be controlled away. And, um, like, she – asked so there's a, a queen who asks for a divorce. Instead <gasps> of giving it to her, they send her away. And so oh, – um, That makes me angry for her. Yeah. Actually, yeah. and then – so, I I thought I had made that up. And yeah. then I was just listening to a history podcast the other day. Mm-hmm. And that – oh, wait. When did I read that? No, no, no. I think it was Rachel Hawkins – sexy history oh i love rachel hawkins on sexy twitter, twitter. Yeah, yeah i do too uh-huh. and she's she came up with like george the third sent her husband his wife away when when she um took a lover oh. and like imprisoned her for 22 years oh my god i'm like hey that sounds familiar well that's um, better than like henry the eighth you know he would just take yeah, off your head yeah so. much more humane. yeah totally. um and then i think my other favorite one was the one at the end uh or when Thea does the showdown and she talks about her ancestor that um, basically like rode out with the British Navy and destroyed the Portuguese. And yeah. her, her son was, I mean, it was like so bloodthirsty. Yes. And amazing. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like yeah. Mm-hmm. What a, I mean, like, how would that change your view of the world? All of us, all yeah. of us women, if you knew that your great, 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 great grandmother yeah. like captained a ship destroyed the portuguese fleet and yeah i mean her kids got killed in the process but you know, yeah but yeah so it's like joan of arc but
0: like bloodthirsty pirate queen at the same time yeah i mean
1: like what would you how different would we all see the world if we knew that history and could claim it i feel like this is what
0: beyonce's great 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 grandchildren will feel like
1: (laughs) (laughs) so what were your favorite parts
0: um, well, so just that there was so much history. I do remember, like, the Gutenberg Bible moment. Um, I did love the the idea that there were just, like, women that had been going to this island, and they were probably actually, like, the coolest and best assets of the country, but because, like, history has been unkind to women, they've been sent away. Um, but I also, okay, I always mess up her name. Is Elsa Marie or Marie? Elsa Marie. Queen Elsa, Elsa Marie. Marie. Yes, so there's ma'am. Queen Elsa Marie, and there's, like, this festival every year for her birthday, but I'm not sure if it's her real birthday or if it's, like, the Queen of England where you have, like, Two birthdays. It's her real birthday. It's her real birthday. Okay, yeah. and like, and everybody like dresses up.
1: And the British they... are way too practical to deal with more than one birthday. Great.
0: Okay, got it. The British are like, well, your birthday's inconvenient and the weather's better, so we have two birthdays. Yes. <laughs> okay, okay. So, okay. The British so they... are
1: like, suck it up. That's your yeah, birthday. suck it
0: up. It's your birthday. Okay, so they have this festival and and everyone dresses up, right? Right. In like seventeen hundreds clothing.
1: Yeah, they can, or they yeah. just like take a long weekend. Okay, great. So in my <laughs>
0: mind, it's like it's like. um... Like, in the second season of Outlander, or third season when they go to Paris, in my mind, oh. it's, like, it's, like, all, like, those costumes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, like, they go out on boats, there's fireworks, it's, like, a long festival. So, I just like that, and I was, I forget why she, why she gets a festival.
1: Well, because it was this, they were contemporaries of uh, Marie Antoinette. Oh, okay. And they uh, saw what was going on in France, mm-hmm. and they did not want to. Uh, to have their heads cut off. Oh, great! So um, they decided to um, make it a, a national holiday. Of course, it has to be about them, right? Of right. It has to be the Queen's birthday. It can't just be like people get a holiday, right? People get a holiday because it's the Queen's birthday, and so they did it to like make you know save their heads. Got and, it. Uh, but you know that's always a popular move,
0: right? So we'll give you a yeah. like time off from work and a party, and then you mm-hmm. won't um, topple mm-hmm. us from the you won't Revolt. Cool. Yeah that works okay learning
1: <laughs> learning see it just shows that that yeah. little family is very very smart yeah this is they really <laughs>
0: understand actually how people work they're like if you just give me some time off from work i'll be fine yeah. um okay. so wait oh, wait. so that made me think um there the current queen is thea's grandmother and that's queen A- aurelia yes okay see look i already know all my dredish history i'm like so <laughs> good at dredem
1: okay oh but you asked me how i keep track of it all yeah
0: how do you keep track of it all
1: I really need to do that. Okay, great.
0: Let's get – Everybody wants to be an assistant. Lindsay has, like, a collating project you could do. I, I do
1: need <laughs> to probably start a Bible just to keep track of it all. Because yeah. when I was writing, I just was like – Like I said, it was flowing. I'm yeah, deep. And yeah. Whatever. But I think um, – And then I was really scared because, um, you know, when they do copy edits and mm-hmm. stuff and, like, the editors and um, – I'm like, they are going to, if I got the wrong one, they're going to freak out that there's, like, all this history they can't double-check. Because yeah. in my other books, they are double-checking my facts and figures. Yeah. And they can't do it in this book. But they did make a list, kind of, okay. of, like, all of the um, characters. Yeah. So I think that would be a good starting point for me to be like, okay, then there's this this Leopold and Elsa Marie and, you know, this ancestor, and I could probably use that as a starting point okay. for, for a bible well <laughs> our friend Alexis Ann wanted
0: to know have you already forgotten how to pronounce your own words no okay great <laughs> the answer is no I don't no. think so okay
1: no because I had to go through them yeah I had to go yeah. through them for the audiobook okay so, so now it. you
0: got it okay um I do remember you were texting I was texting with you telling you how I thought something should be pronounced it was very french um Yes, yes, I did. So I contributed. Yeah, I was like, this is how you say your word, Lindsay. I
1: I think I probably went with that, yeah.
0: Yeah, great, okay. Okay, so so we've got Queen Aurelia, who's the current queen, and that's fun to think about, like, Queen Elizabeth or any of the, like, current monarchs and what it would, you know, what it would be like to be kind of like groomed by, by them. But she's also, she's, I don't want to give anything away, but she's kind of a hard ass too. Mm-hmm. Um, like she's, she, she definitely comes from the line of women who like pirate queen go out and defend their country. She's very savvy, which is also interesting. Cause like um, your book is very feminist because I think we like put princesses in a box and we put like doddering old queens in a box. And um, you know, your queen is definitely, aware of everything and making like machiavellian machinations wherever she needs to. Um I don't know if I even said that right. But anyway, yeah, yeah. Thank you. Um so I just want to like give a shout out to her for being like this like almost terrifying <laughs> queen even though she's like a sweet grandmother figure. But who we really need to talk about for the people is Nick. <laughs> so oh. let's go let's go back to grumpy Scottish investigating a Nick. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, so he's a little grumpy, <laughs> um, but he's sweet. He's sweet. Like, don't get me wrong. He's super sweet. Um, and so he reminds me of kind of, I know you have some favorite grumpy cops. Mm-hmm.
1: Um,
0: so who are your favorite grumpy cops? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I think um, the first one that pops to my mind is, um, so in Stranger Things. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Hopper. Oh yeah. Is, um kind of my current favorite but he's not as, he's just kind of gruff you yeah know. just gruff um i don't know it's just kind of an archetype that keeps popping up in my mm-hmm. books i mean ty hatfield in my sorority sisters mysteries was was a very uh taciturn pop mm-hmm. too mm-hmm. so um i don't know it's just an archetype that i think is is fun to play off with like yeah. an intrepid heroine totally and um who keeps getting in trouble and then having somebody who's like has to keep plucking her out but also kind of wants to kiss her totally that's 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 always exciting no that tension is always good yeah yeah
0: and for her to like constantly be spouting history and he's like hold on let me call it my backup of like men who can scale buildings and then we will (laughs) actually solve this (laughs) exactly and she's like no 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 i can solve this with historical figures
1: (laughs) no 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 i've got this Yeah, and he's just kind of, like, rolling yeah. his eyes and being like, um, um, okay, I have a gun. Uh, yeah. Like, do we want to stop and talk about kings Yeah, or do we want to shoot people? Yeah, she's like, mm. <laughs> like <laughs> but, uh,
0: but I think also, for me, one of my favorite types, uh, like, the, one of my favorite things about having, when you have a hero who is, like, a very competent um, security professional is that um, part of the way that, like, part of their love language is kind of, like, securing their their Mm -hmm. person um so it is like i I get all swoony when he like makes sure her security is all good but then i also like that there's a tension of like an independent woman being like that's great that like i'm secure but also you can't hold me down
1: (laughs) 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 um i well i take a a lot of it i read um like urban fantasy, like Alona mm-hmm. Andrews. Yeah. And there's that, I I get a lot of inspiration from those books because it's very similar. Like yeah. the woman is powerful. She can handle herself. Mm-hmm. But the the hero still wants to go like lock her in a tower. Yeah. And so, you know, and sometimes, you know, he'll be justified in doing that. Yeah. I mean, there, there are stories where that could be justified. But... I, I like the tension of those two things and also like, okay, well, how do we work? How can we get on the battlefield at the same time and work together? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. That to me is also very feminist. Like yeah. she's feminist and he's feminist in that he's like, all right, I'm recognizing your strengths. Mm-hmm. I'm recognizing your agency. Um, I'll let you come along with me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah. we're going to do this together. Yeah. I mean, ultimately they're, they're going to do it together. Right? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Yeah, no, it's definitely very satisfying. Plus, like, he's just very, he's very spoony. He can really get into places. What's great too is that she's good at sneaking (laughs) out. Yeah, (laughs) that's what she said. I mean, they do, they do. Um, So, but no, it's great because he's like really into like locking it down and making sure there's no like fight risk. And her favorite thing to do is like sneak out and be among the people. (laughs) So it's also like.
1: Like, yeah. There's that's a, just, a conflict there. Right? Yeah, it's a conflict
0: there. That's what it's also. Yeah. Yeah, it's, He's it's like, quite please delicious. stand
1: behind these gates. And she's like, I would prefer not to. <laughs> yeah, i so... not really going to <laughs> Um,
0: but that also is like I mean that's why it's called the Royal Runaways that we've got a princess who does like to like sneak out and does go on um her own adventure, but there is also like the so just coming back. So it's super fun. We've got a, a gr- this like grumpy Scottish cop, and just you know, imagining his voice is always a thrill for me. Um, mm. <laughs> I'm sure for other people, it will be too. Um, and this um, you know intrepid princess, but they are also trying to solve like a very legit international intrigue. In that like, there's this um, you know, first of all, it's like you know, just because he left with Altar doesn't mean she doesn't care what happened to him. So like, what happened to her fiance? And then what are the implications internationally? And it turns out there is, of course, a bunch of intrigue around. um, It's not just like he left her at the, you know, I mean, it seems at first like he left her at the altar just for some vague emotional reason. And and but when you really think about it, like no one would leave a princess at the altar without like a couple other reasons. Mm -hmm. Um, So it's very cool to see them like work out what like kind of go back because they sent her away she like has lost time but it mm. also means it means that things have been able to be covered up so then she they kind of have to like retrace what happened while she was gone in order to figure out um where her fiance is mm-hmm. yeah you are so, correct yeah so it's good i think you sent me some early um language when the f- book was first being announced that this book has dead bodies and kissing and i was like that's everything anyone needs to know. <laughs> I, I mean, it's it's one of
1: those things where, as I keep going on in my writing career, um, I realize that those two things will always spur a story on. Yeah, totally. Um, if you get stuck, here's my second pro tip of the okay, day: if pro you tip, get great. stuck writing a book, mm-hmm. have someone kiss or yeah. have there be a dead body, and then you know, both of those kind of change the the trajectory of someone's life. Oh yeah. Um, but. Or maybe that's just me. Maybe no, I no, just, no. I think you're right. I just this like is, mixing a solid all advice. of it together. Yeah, okay. yeah. Or if they,
0: like, kiss and then find a dead... Like, yeah, it's really good. There's, yeah. But don't yeah. kiss the dead body. No. Don't do that. I haven't gotten to that point yet. But <laughs> yeah, you never know. That, that would be really jumping the shark, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Under
1: my other pen name. <laughs> yeah,
0: under my other pen name, I just kiss dead bodies. <laughs> no. Um... um all right, so, yeah, I don't want to give stuff away, but there is a lot of mystery and suspense. It is always fun, I think, to watch people, two very smart people, um, develop feelings while also um, having to, like, rely heavily on their intellect <laughs> it's, like, is is satisfying. Um, and also, then it means that they're in, like, close quarters where they're not supposed to be in close quarters. Mm.
1: Um, I try very hard to get them in close quarters yeah. as often as possible. Obviously
0: um so you and and you you every i think everything that i've ever read from you has some mystery or suspense element yeah plus kissing so what what's your do you have any like big influences for that or what's your favorite thing about writing that or
1: you know i'm i've been trying to work through that because Mm -hmm. i've i've kind of been taking some a writing course this summer Mm -hmm. and and um it's always kind of me trying to figure out where I fit, and mm-hmm. like, because people go, "What do you write?" i like, yeah. uh, write these these books with kissing and dead bodies." Um, so I'm I'm trying to like figure out. Um, a lot of my influences are, like I said, I think urban fantasy mm-hmm. is is a big. Uh, that's what I've read for a long time. I think vampire stories are kind of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an element of danger. There's an element of romance. There's an element of like bigger than life. Um, yeah. So, I mean, I've read those for I don't even know how long. Um, and then I think also I did a blog post recently on um, romantic adventure movies. Ooh. And it was when I was kind of doing this, like, deep introspection <laughs> of yes, yes. who I am as a writer. Yes. Um, but I kind of started thinking about, okay, well, what kind of movies have I really enjoyed in my life? What yeah. What movies really impacted me? And I realized there was a lot there – Um. Thomas Crown Affair, um, Romancing the Stone. Oh the my stride. god, Romancing the Stone for the Right*. Oh my god. Um. Romancing the Stone. I feel like Romancing
0: the Stone and, um, She-Devil are like the two reasons why I wanted to be a writer. It's because I wanted to, like, have the same, like, adventure and, like, cry over my books in my New York City apartment like Joan Wilder. But then (laughs) Meryl Streep has, like, the really amazing, like, all pink outfits. And the, like, whenever she's writing, you know, it's, like, it's the really cliche, like, cheesy bits. And I was, like, that sounds amazing. Like, all I want to do is, like, pick words for nub and then wear pink and then, like, go to South America and rescue some jewels. (laughs) I was, like, clearly, if you're a writer, this is your life.
1: right yeah. yeah no
0: these are these are formative movies you're talking about <laughs> right yeah and then
1: so like um charade <laughs> with Cary grant and audrey hepburn um kind of the same thing lots of switching sides yes. and spies mm-hmm. and missing husbands and yeah. i mean i think that really kind of when i when i pinpointed that one i was like oh that had a big influence on me yeah um i love the mummy Oh my, um, my the gosh, Brenda Oh Yeah, that yes. One. Uh-huh. Because that again, I started. I pinpoint that. I was like, oh, that's a big influence on this book yeah. too. Because it's the um, the bookish heroine who's mm-hmm. like, no, wait, let me let me look up this ancient Egyptian scroll. And the guy's like, dude, the mummies, and like has to like whip yeah. her, you know, into his arms. Um, so yeah, it's just I love that mix. You know that. Um, like, we're going to kiss, and then we're going to have to save the world. <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. No, this is great. I, I mean, I don't see anything wrong with that at all, I think, clearly. I don't you're know. In, you're in for I'm it? Into, I'm in for it. I also don't see why you would have to pick between, like, suspense or kissing. Like, I think kissing and dead bodies is, like, clearly uh, lead the answer to everything. Um, but I think, I would say romantic adventure definitely fits your style better than romantic suspense. Right. Yeah.
1: Um... I don't... Well, I don't know. Um... You know, Alexis Ann, one of our friends, mm-hmm. um, we had a talk, I think, on a podcast, when she was on the podcast, mm-hmm. about how we both do, like, spy movies and spy thrillers, mm-hmm. but, and the guys get girls mm-hmm. in those books and movies, but you don't really ever see that. It's, like, kind of just a notch on their bedpost or, yeah. you know, like, it's, it's kind of used to, like, prove... How manly they are. Totally. It's like a part of their virility. Yeah. Right. I mean, James Bond is sad when people, his girlfriends die because they always do. Yeah. But it's not like you're not really seeing that relationship in conjunction with the rest of the story. Right. And so when she said that, I'm like, yeah, I guess I'm kind of intrigued with that possibility of writing the. Like, I'm watching Jack Ryan right now Mm -hmm. on Amazon with my husband. And I'm kind of like, I would really like it for his epidemiologist girlfriend come with him. Yeah. And she, you know, like, they're fighting something and they're working to, she's using medical knowledge and he's using CIA analysts. I'm like, now I have to write a fanfic about that. <laughs> hey everyone, this is Lindsay. I hope you're enjoying this very special episode of Women with Books. I know it's a little bit different than what you're used to, but um, you know what? I, I only get a book release every so often, so I've decided to to turn over the reins, so to speak, and give you all the information, probably more information than you wanted to know. Uh, This interview with Laura Von Holt went a little longer than we expected, but we were having so much fun, we kept going. So it's actually going to be two parts. You just listened to part one, and I'll put up part two next week. In the meantime, you know, go read The Royal Runaway so you can catch up and see all the stuff you're missing (laughs) in this deep dive about my book from My newest book release from Gallery Books. Um, And in the meantime, also check out Laura's podcast, The Mermaid Podcast, which is about mermaids, but is, I think a lot of my listeners would probably like to hear those stories that are talked about over there too. It's really fun. So thank you for all your support and your uh, good wishes and your purchases during release week and uh, stick around for part two. I'll be posting that next week. Thanks and keep reading.